Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com, and you know what? Difficulty in games is a fickle thing. Whether it's the discussions brought about by every FromSoft release or the classic games of old that gave players a battering. Back in the days of the NES and the Genesis, games were often punishingly difficult so that they would take longer to beat and steal even more of your coins. And they weren't hand-holding about it either. If you lost all of your lives, it was boom, punch to the face and right back to the start, unless you happened to have a password to spare, and who the hell ever remembered them. They were way too long. Anyway, I'm getting off point here. What I'm trying to say is that there were certain games that required you to sit down and play through them all in one sitting, or give up and never return. And for the most part, that idea seems to have dissipated in the current climate of video games. But there are always exceptions, as the 10 video games that are on this list have difficulty modes that you have to complete without dying a single time. And they are extreme, my friends. So buckle up, because we might have one shot, but let's try and get through it together, shall we? As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game difficulty modes that you must complete without dying once. Number 10. One Life The Whole Game Starting off the list, we have One Life, a product of Steam user Kefir. And like many titles released on Steam Greenlight, its production values and overall competence are rather low. But you know what? It distinguishes itself through one key difference. It was released in 2015 alongside countless other small titles. Now, it takes the survival genre very literally, planting the player in online matches with just one life to live. The obscure indie title locks you out of the game forever if you die just once. And this could be from other players, the infected or other environmental hazards. Think DayZ, but you're not allowed to play the game ever again upon death. Perma-perma-death is a tough proposition when you're asked to pay money to play it, and One Life charges players $10 to give it a go. Now, it is a low price, but it is very easy to lose your life and see that money just flitter away. I guess it does dramatically up the tension of play, but you know what? That's down to me thinking that I'm losing real-life money. With Steam Greenlight having closed and being replaced by Steam Direct, the game will soon be unavailable for purchase. Still, for what it was, One Life was mildly innovative, if not in some really bizarre ways. Number 9. Ori and the Blind Forest One Life Mode The Ori franchise is definitely one of the better Metroidvania-esque franchises in recent memory, and it is utterly stunning throughout. But don't let those graphics fool you, because it is also tough as nails to match. Now, Normally when playing, the game counts your total death throughout the story, and checkpoints are limited to soul links planted by the player. These require energy cells which are not in high supply, which forms much of the game's challenge. But of course, you can take it even further by trying to complete it in just one life. Now here, Ori only has one 
one chance to save the day under this setting. Rather than counting your deaths in regular play, you instead have to do the whole game over again. To beat this mode, you'll have to learn the entire game by heart, including the multiple routes throughout the levels, gathering various abilities, and of course, boss strategies. Now sure, players can create multiple save files and quit out of the game to practice certain sections. If you're sent back to the start, a wisp is planted to mark the spot that you died. Number 8. Cadence of Hyrule Permadeath Mode Crypt of the Necrodancer, released by Brace Yourself Games in 2015, has proven incredibly successful with fans of the roguelike genre. It's the same cycle of venturing through rooms, defeating enemies, and upgrading your characters, but it definitely has a unique twist in that you are forever dancing, baby. And when you're constantly having to move on the beat, it becomes a very tricky game, particularly as once you die, the game's randomly generated environments and loot reset to another random layout. And when the title came to the Nintendo Switch, it found a lucrative crossover with the industry icon The Legend of Zelda. Instead of DLC, the console-exclusive Cadence of Hyrule arrived in 2019, which saw Link and Zelda make an appearance. This unique entry for two franchises features a mode where dying once will send you all the way back to starting a new save file. It's very much a throwback to the older style of Zelda games that were pioneered in the 80s, in that if you get a game over, you will have to try again. There are no checkpoints to be found in this permadeath mode. Number 7. The Last of Us Part 2 Permadeath Modifier Contentious as it may be, The Last of Us Part 2's vicious kill-or-be-killed gameplay maintains its brutal edge. As Ellie or Abby take on countless foes of the human or infected kind, their fight for survival is constantly on display in the moment-to-moment -moment action. Crafting items and making use of stealth is the best route forward, as head-on combat will leave you deprived of necessary resources for later encounters. Though, on the whole, infinite lives and retries do take the edge somewhat of a casual playthrough. That's just the base level, because if you put on the ground mode, this drastically cuts down the amount of resources available to the player. And on top of this basic experience, Naughty Dog also added in tons of modifiers. Now, some of these modifiers are there to be quality of life improvements for people who have like colorblindness and things like that, but the permadeath modifier, that's a bit different. This recent addition can be enabled on any difficulty setting using the modifier menu. For the ultimate survival experience, you'll have to slog all your way through the entire game without dying. And doing it on easy, yeah, maybe it's kind of no big deal, but by turning the permadeath on for grounded difficulty, well, matey, you better watch your stress levels spike exponentially. With no trophies on offer for completing this, this is solely for the hardcore of hardcore fans. Number 6. Minecraft Hardcore Mode the indie hit Minecraft needs no introduction. Almost a decade after its release, it's still one of the most popular games on the market. While much of its player base spend hours upon hours creating all kinds of impressive structures and in-game models, its primary method of play is definitely the survival mode. This drops the player into a randomly generated world where they must build and gather their items from scratch. And initially, the game had no end goal, but a final boss was eventually added into the game as it continued to grow in size and scope. Crafting new items and venturing into new realms brings with it its own set of challenges. And normally, if you die, you're either revived at your original spawn point or in the last bed that you slept in. But hardcore mode, well, that goes further. It's survival mode again, but this time, if you die once, you're going to have do it all over again as the game erases your world and progress entirely. It's a brutal challenge that requires massive caution and patience to beat, so good luck trying to get all the way to the Ender Dragon. Number 5. The Metal Gear Solid Series European Extreme 
For over two decades, Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear was the reigning champion of the stealth genre. Through a combination of deep stories, versatile gameplay, and committed technical presentation, as the series grew and improved, new challenges in its gameplay opened up. Guards grew smarter, levels became more complex, and the number of options available to Snake and other characters began to expand. And for the hardcore crowd, there is always the sheer joy of trying out European Extreme. This is only for true masters of the franchise. On the moment that you trigger an alert in either the Metal Gear Solid 2 or 3, the game immediately ends. There is no room for evasion here, so in order to beat this, you'll need full knowledge of enemy behavior and placement alongside advanced use of the game's mechanics. Good luck. Number 4. Batman Arkham Origins I Am The Knight the Batman Arkham games have always offered some of the best superhero action in recent memory, and when it comes to making you feel like the Cape Crusader, Rocksteady's main three entries have been unsurpassed. But when it came time for the third entry in the series, Warner Brothers Games Montreal took over the development duties on Arkham Origins, which was a prequel to the Asylum games that was met with a lesser critical reception. But one of the things they did bring to the series was I Am The Knight, a permadeath mode that incorporates the previous elements of the hard difficulty but with only one life to live. So that means if you're halfway through the game and get taken out by an unnamed sniper, well, tough luck, my friend, you're going to have to do it all over again. With so many dangers to the Dark Knight across the map, I Am The Knight ranks as one of the most gut-wrenching difficulties on this list. Imagine making it all the way to the final boss with Bane, only to be thrown back to the start. Brutal. Number 3. Deus Ex Mankind Divided I never asked for this. As a role-playing franchise rooted in both cyberpunk and conspiracy-ridden narratives, the Deus Ex franchise delivers its own brand of action with a massive level of choice afforded to the player across its main entries, and this also manifested itself with its overall challenge. In the older Deus Ex titles, your character could have their legs or arms blown off in battle, prompting the use of many medical items to come out on top. If you were looking to take the enemy head-on, or further investment in better armor and similar upgrades were a definite must. The Deus Ex games have always been pretty tough, on their higher difficulties, but with 2016's Mankind Divided, the developers took things one step further, adding in a difficulty above Give Me Deus X, which was called I Never Asked For This. Well, my friend, you definitely did, and it is punishing. This makes enemies even tougher and your protagonist even more vulnerable to attacks. And of course, it's got that permadeath favorite, if you die, you're booted right back to the start of the game. So depending on the augmentations you choose, this can either be a mild challenge or seriously nail-biting. Your best route is to take the stealth approach and just be very mindful of environmental hazards, because avoiding combat wherever possible will definitely avoid many of the major risks of this game. Number 2. The Witcher 2 Assassins of Kings Insane Difficulty Mode the Witcher as a franchise may be one of the most popular fantasy IPs today, but previously it was more of a niche project confined to Poland. When the property was picked up by CD Projekt Red in the mid-2000s, it slowly began to make a name for itself. And what a name. And The Witcher 2 Assassins of Kings was no easy game in the slightest. Even the prologue section was kind of like a trial by fire for many players. And if we're being really, really critical, all of the kinks hadn't really been worked out by this point in the franchise, and you had things like Big G swinging at the wrong foe, and that was just great when it opened yourself up to a massive counter-attack, and you definitely felt this a lot more on the insane difficulty setting, because this deletes your save file when you die. It is utterly crushing, and when you consider how long Assassins of Kings is with multiple bosses, locations, and quests to accomplish, you really don't want all that progress to disappear. And number one, Doom and Doom Eternal Ultra Nightmare Mode 
Finally, we have the revived Doom franchise, a masterwork of the FPS genre. It led to the gaming industry's move away from oversaturated modern military shooters and into something more fast and frenetic. Above all else, though, it constantly makes you feel like a total badass while taking on the demons of heaven and hell. The task of providing a suitable challenge to players through the years have varied in size and scope. In the original titles, id Software ranked the difficulty similar to the game's predecessor, Wolfenstein 3D. This ranged from, I'm too young to die, which was easy, to ultra-violence, which was hard. But when Doom made its grand return, it added in two new facets to the difficulty, aiming to appeal to the most hardcore elements of the player base. These were Nightmare Mode, or Very Hard, and Ultra Nightmare, which was Very Hard Mode, with Permadeath enabled. These are the most gruelling challenges Doom 2016 and its successor Doom Eternal have to offer. In the latter, you get taken out by demons just one time and it is right back to the beginning of the game. And so, to best this mode, you must constantly be on the move take next to no hits, and in Eternal's case, be on constant vigilance for the arrival of the Marauder. Truly, you are the master of Doom if you can make it through these hellish modes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.